Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. <laughs> Why do we own this DVD? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah. Why do we own this DVD? Yeah. Why do we own the DVD? Represent Sean Takaki and his wife Diane. Yeah. Just wanna say, why do we own this DVD? Why? And we are live. Fuck. <laughs> fucking loud. But it didn't seem loud to me. Your face is loud. You're loud. Hello! Yay! You done? Nope. Okay. I'm going to try to sound like Kermit and Shakira and Ray Romano. Well, sounds like that. Well, I don't know. Harold Ramis. I can't picture his voice. Hello, welcome back. We are back. We are live. Not like we went live anywhere. from the recording studio in our home. Oh God! We have a nice recording studio. We are high tech. We are big time. Mm-hmm. It's bedtime. Because Sean doesn't know how to drink coffee, so he's like, "Why am I so tired?" Because you don't know how to drink coffee like a power user. I drink coffee. Yeah, you have one sip at like 4.30 in the morning, and then you're like, I'm good for the day when everyone else is laughing at you. And they're like, you know what? Spoilers. He's not good for the day. (laughs) 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 I had a cup of coffee this morning when I woke up to do my my Animal Crossing. I brought coffee with me to work. I filled it because I was like, that just was not enough for a Friday. Drink that. Uh, and then I came home and I had more coffee because I'm like, you know what? I need to have four cups a day to feel human, (laughs) to feel anything. Wow. Okay. Because I knew that'd be doing a podcast tonight and I got to be animated because this is a biggie. This is a big one, kind of. It's a big one. Is it though? Well, it's not going to be as big as like, you know, school ties. Okay. I don't. Um, People are bored already with you. <laughs> they're, they checked out with the idea of school ties. They didn't even hear me say that. <sighs> okay, so this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Why Do We Own This DVD? And we, a married couple named Diane and Sean, as you heard in the theme music. We talk about our DVD collection that we've collected throughout the wow. years. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm saying it good. Okay. And uh, yeah, I can't handle you falling asleep I, right now. I already don't know where I am. What's going on? Can we, do you want to record tomorrow Let's instead? Get on with it. No, I'm ready to go. Mm. Ramble, ramble. <laughs> I like to have a nice preamble. Pre-ramble. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? Is it a 
monster just come out of your face? <laughs> <laughs> my my tea was trying to go down. <sighs> so we're heading back to Star Wars. We're heading back to a galaxy far, far away. We're heading back to Cali. No. Heading back to Tatooine. Not even that. Oh, they don't even go to Tatooine. No. Heading back to... They don't go back to anywhere in this No, one. they go to new places. Yeah. Yeah. All new places. All oh, new creatures. All, all three new places. Yeah, I can think of three. Yeah, that's only that's. Yeah, yeah. They don't even go to one of them. They we start on one of them. Yes, and we go to two. <laughs> and not all of them. No, only one goes to one. Wow, people are like, "What the <laughs> fuck? What's wrong with these?" But then people? all of them go to the third one. So at different times. But they're all there at the same time. Eventually, yeah, briefly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one, one corridor away. Okay, so tonight we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> that was in- incredibly vague. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes. Of the sun. Okay, <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. What do you think of that title? Very on the nose. Pretty on the nose. You think 1980 but, people were like, but both what? The Empire. Five and six are very on the nose. Yeah, they all are. That's four, the four knots because it didn't exist for a while. No, there was no title. And then four only became on the nose retroactively. Yes, and that's not even on the nose. No, that's the most vague of all yeah. nine. Mm, is it though? Phantom Menace is pretty fucking vague. Who was the Phantom Menace? Who was the Phantom or the Menace? Palpatine. Why is he the Phantom, though? Because we didn't know who he really was. But are we using Phantom in that sort of Phantom of the Opera? Like like a real thing that isn't a ghost, but it's not, we don't know what. It's a a looming specter. He's, you know, mid-90s as a, he's a Phantom. I feel like, like Danny using, Phantom. I just said it. He's a like Phantom. Phantom. It feels like it. It refer like in this case, it refers to like a a perceived threat. Like because they don't he, know what that threat is. They don't no. know who or what. So I mean, it's yes. Which, they've named it. A it Phantom. is Palpatine, but at the time, it's a yeah. Phantom to them because they don't know who's in the opera dropping right. chandeliers. Right. Okay. See, I'm bringing it back to. I'm, I'm circling back to previous episodes. Listen to our Phantom of the Opera episode and our Phantom Menace. Well, and then also Attack of the Clones doesn't mean what it says either. They don't attack. Not really. No, they weren't attacking. They were attacked. And <laughs> I mean, of. it was more of clones to the rescue. It was sort of like suddenly clones are everywhere. <laughs> like attack of the, you know, so it doesn't mean you're being attacked. It's just suddenly they're everywhere, right? Like Revenge t- of the Sith is the only one that's like, duh. And Return of the Jedi. Well, I mean, of those of the of the prequel three. Okay. You know, that's the most like. Yeah. In your face. So you think like in 1980, people heard this title, and they saw that it was called Episode Five. They're like, "What? What is? What was? What was this? What was Star Wars then?" <laughs> no, we always had Episode Four. 
It was never episode four until after. It was never New Can, Hope. Can I read you the fact? Okay. Oh, my God. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to find it. Maybe I didn't write it down. A New Hope is I read, the retroactive title. They both were. He didn't add episode four until after. After. And people were like, oh. After having written it? God. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. I've always assumed it was always called episode four. Star no, Wars. No, it was just Star Wars. Okay. Episode four came later. After, because Empire, Empire of the Sun, Empire Strikes Back was episode five. And he's like, oh, yeah, because um, the first one that you guys watched was episode four. You can Google it if you want, because I can't find There's too much information. I didn't write down a lot because there's just too much, but I read everything. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound valid? No. I didn't write it down, but I read it. <laughs> Promise. Promise you I did. Yeah, in the in the wiki, it does say retroactively titled Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Okay. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, 1977, it was just Star Wars. Oh, yeah, because my poster is just Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Star Wars. My uh, my Hildebrandt signed poster. So again, I'm asking Brag. you, what do you think people thought in 1980 when they when they saw did they, this? Did they even notice the episode five no, thing? I mean, the title "Empire Strikes Back." Well, they obviously know because we who. end New Hope um, on a high note. You know, you get they get the medals, throne room, and then suddenly, wait. Things are going... Well, yeah, because we already know who the Empire is. We already know... Yeah, we know the Empire, but, you know, we kind of feel like they won. They blew up the Death Star. Yeah, but obviously this means, oh, oh, well, we didn't I quite know, win. That's what... So, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody was, like, shocked. They're like, oh, ooh. I wish I were... had been around from, like, 77 to 80 and just... If people were as investigative as they are today. I, I do wish I was older because I always hear of people who are like, you know, like five years older than me. Saying, yeah. Oh, I remember being in the theater for this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I don't. Do you even know if you saw your five? The only one who would know would be my dad. My mother would have she no fucking idea. She'd be like, I don't know. No, she wouldn't. No. She would assume. Yeah, but. But no, she would not have any concrete memory of it. I guarantee. I was one, pretty sure they didn't take me to see this. But I'm not 100% on that. Who knows? I mean. I know I saw Return of the Jedi. I was four and I remember the Emperor vividly. This But one? you remember that from a theater? Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. Yes, it is burned in my brain. I I don't remember... Like being like, you know, five, six, seeing this in a theater. I remember being, yeah, I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. It gets, it gets hazy, doesn't it? I, I, I wouldn't be able to put money on saying, oh yeah, I was for sure in the theater for this. Mm. I remember looking at the screen and I was like crying. I was so scared of the lightning bolts coming out of Emperor's hands. If if I was told, yeah, you were in the theater, I would not be surprised. But yeah. I would be like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. I'll take I your mean, word for it. My I, brother would have been 
Six, seven. Almost. No, he wouldn't have been six yet. Yeah, he was six. Yeah, I know. Because he's a year older than me. I didn't know what year I was talking about. He was. So he would. I've ever asked him if he saw this in the theater. He would. Well, he would remember if he saw this in the theater. Because he just would. And I should be like, do you remember a one-year-old baby kid? Or would he have that sort of hopeful, I hope I was kind of. False memory. Like, I hope mom and dad would have taken me. Like, I know I, I saw know. Jedi in the theater for sure. Yes, because you were of that age, which is why all men your age love Return but, of the Jedi. Yeah. Because that's the most vivid memory for them. But also, how long were like. They were in theaters forever. Yeah, I was going to say. So, I mean, like a I, good year. I very well could have seen it in the theater, just not first run, you know. Not, it's all first run. Well, they just never, they never leave. It's just true. a different time. So you could say, even if you saw it, you know, this opened May 21st, 1980, see it in December, be like, yeah, first run. Still, yeah, it's not opening day, but it's still first run. This was released like every other fucking year. Mm-hmm. It came, well, I know it was re-released in 82 before Jedi came out in 83, because there was no way to watch these in between. I, I feel That like they, I can't imagine. I feel like they did that yeah. often. Can you imagine, you know? though? Like, it's bad enough. It was bad enough having to wait, you know, we had to wait for the prequels. <laughs> but in the meantime, we could watch the original ones between. We could watch Phantom Menace. We, it came out on video before Attack of the Clones. Like, we had access to these things in between. But in 77 to 80, you had nothing. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think of how many times I've seen... Empire in an actual theater. I've only seen it once. Assuming I didn't go when I was one. I saw it, you know, in 97. I know I saw it then. That's when I realized it was my favorite one. <laughs> and then obviously I saw it for the big marathon. Mm, mm-hmm. But did I see it prior to the re-release or did I see it? And it never came out after. Oh, it did come out. They did do a mini mar- a, a, another marathon for like Force Awakens, one through six prior to to seven. Mm-hmm. But you didn't do that, no, because I would know. Because that had a very limited release. That was like at Man Chinese Theater, and because mm-hmm. I mean I've seen I've seen yeah, the, I mean it's the lanyards and the pins commemorating that event. Uh huh. Very upsetting. <laughs> well, you saw it when it counted though. All nine. That was um. Uh, that was that was rough, and fun. Yeah, and you got a blanket. It's very soft. Big ass blanket. And so, I feel like by the time when we cover our last Star Wars movie, we will do like a ranking, a fluid ranking. Sure, I already know what the order is for me. I mean, where does Empire? It's not going to change. Uh. Because, I mean, for a lot of people, myself included, it's in the top spot. Going from top to bottom. Are you doing a, a fluid list right now? Yeah, it's definitely... Are you including it's, the I'm stories? Doing, I'm doing all 11. 11, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely top three. Is Jedi number one for you? I mean... Because you, you held true to that for a long time, but that was... It would be very close to top three. Or, I mean, Jedi would be very close to number one. For It'd nostalgic be, reasons. It would be 
fighting very hard with like I mean honestly it'll be fighting hard with Rogue One yeah and even um, Force Awakens yeah hits that can can it it often hits that number one spot for me too but it's Last Jedi isn't it I mean you know what Last Jedi is fucking great sure is Last that, Jedi, when last I did my Jedi ranking, could be the sleeper number one. When I did my ranking, whenever that was, I think it was after Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi slipped into number two. I mean, Last Jedi is so good. And I think I had New Hope at three because I had to have it in the top three. You think you do, but you don't. No, because uh, I really do. I mean, There's I love so New Hope. much in New Hope. That oh, is. I mean, I love New Hope. New Hope is definitely. If it's not top three, it's definitely top five. Sure. So, which yeah. is, it's easily top five. But then I think like Force Awakens can be four, and then Jedi. Like if I, had I to, forgot about Rogue One. I, you know what? I have to see it again. If I had to pick right now, I would say going top to bottom it would be Rogue One, Jedi. Empire. You'd put Rogue One at number one. Yeah. Again, but that it it does change though. It does. It's a very fluid and it is because which I is the beauty seen, of lists is that and they I haven't can seen Rogue One in a long time, which could be why, I'm, you know, you might watch it again and be you know it's even greater than I remember. Or if, like, if we're pulling from all of Star Wars, <laughs> you know what's number one for me? Clone Wars. No. Gendy Tartakovsky. No. No. What? Boba Fett season one episode five. Fuck. We are still reeling from <laughs> the latest episode of Book of Boba Fett. If you haven't watched, my God. You need, if you watched The Mandalorian, you for sure need to watch episode five of this show. For God's sake, it's probably the best episode of any TV I've seen. I mean, at least since the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian, but it might even be, I mean, the last five minutes of that was probably the best TV I've seen in about 20 years. Of Mandalorian? (laughs) Season two. finale? Finale? Yeah. Yeah. But this as a whole was... Yeah, I was. My face hurt from smiling so much. That's I mean, I immediately. I mean, yeah. I mean, episode five of Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba. Book of Book of B Fett. Yeah. Oh, just my heart exploded at least twice. Yeah, if not three, four, five times. Yeah, it was great. But let's talk about Empire Strikes Back. Do we have to? It was good. We like it. Great. Let's talk about Book of Boba Fett. Oh my God. Let's do a episode by episode <laughs> breakdown. Um, so, like I said, this movie opened May 21st, 1980, uh, three days after the Mount St. Helens explosion. Three days after? Yeah. May 18th, wow. 1980. Yeah. In college, when I found that fact out in college, I was in college, I was like, whoa, these happened really close to each other. Is anyone talking about this? I was so intrigued by it that I wrote a short a short story about a girl who was born during that time, during those three days. I think Frankie's purring is going to be on the recording That's because right. she's purring really loud. Anyway, this movie directed by Irvin Kirshner. Irvin Kirshner? Yeah, I directed the, the, the Star Wars. Irvin Kirshner. Uh, George Lucas, uh, of course, gave up his directing... Rights. 
because I'm one of the best Star Wars directors in the world. Okay. Um, he just couldn't handle the stress of directing this. He was so stressed out during the filming of Star Wars A New Hope. He just couldn't do it. Could not. So, I mean, he gets a story credit. You know what? It, the movie's all the better for it. Of course. Yeah. Um, screenplay, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, of course. Larry Again, Kasdan. All the better for it. And uh, Lee Brackett, a female. She died in 1978. She does... A lot of her script didn't make it, but some of it's still in there, so she gets a screenplay credit. I mean, that's... I mean, awesome. I don't... I think the people... I, I want to see, movie. like, the Lee Brackett script. Oh, there's a lot of stuff on Wiki about it. I know. I've, I've never um, really done, done a deep dive, though. They didn't want her to get a screenplay credit, but George Lucas is like, no, she's get, she gets one. Because he was really... Um, they who, like, like the, the people. other... Yeah, you know, the, the other people. suits in the room. Not like Larry Caston or no, anything, but, yeah. Um... It was filmed from March to September 1979. Goddamn, March to September. Yeah. That's a long Right before they were filming shit. when I was born. That's very nice. That's a long... Uh, especially when you're in Finns, Norway. Cold area. And uh, Elstree Studios in England. Um, Empire Strikes Back faced production difficulties, including actor injuries, illnesses, fires, and problems, securing additional financing... <laughs> With budget of eight million, it rose to at least thirty point five million. That's an insane overage. Yeah, when they filmed the famous scene of you know the carbonite, mm-hmm. I love you, I know that shit. The all the, they had no money. They were like, okay, we need more fog and make it dark because they didn't have any money and it was like a just a shitty set. <laughs> so they used. Movie magic to make one of the most iconic scenes ever. I mean, the the shot where the carbonite Han falls to the floor. Yeah, it always gives me chills. And, well, that and it it's a weird shot because you don't see anything, which explains why there's no fucking, there's nothing around it. It's, yeah, it's a, it's bare bones. It's, it's an insert. It's mm. the most important insert shot ever. Yeah. There's nothing in the scene. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, reading about the filming of this movie, I'm surprised people survived. Like, it sounded awful. We'll get into it. So who's in this movie? Everybody. Well, you know, not a big cast. Again, same with, you know, uh, New Hope. Wasn't a big cast. You kind of had your main people. Uh, Mark Hamill's back as Luke Skywalker. He is now a pilot in the Rebel Alliance. And Apprentice Jedi, still training. Not there yet. Uh, yeah, we don't get the term Padawan in this movie. We That is... That's an invented word from the prequels. <laughs> there is no Padawans in these. Um, do we know if Luke Skywalker has midichlorians? Again... Hmm. Didn't exist. I know. <laughs> Harrison Ford is back as Han Solo, a smuggler and captain of the Millennium Falcon. Carrie Fisher is back as Leia Organa, Princess Leia. Not general yet. When does she become general? 
She's general in Force Awakens, right? So mm-hmm. it happens between that time. Yes. I right. don't think she becomes... Yeah, she she's still princessy in Jedi, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just right now a leader in the uh, in the Rebel Alliance. She's a she's a working royal. <laughs> yeah, gotta do some some dirty work. Our droids are back. Anthony Daniels is C three PO and Kenny Baker. It's R two D two. David Prowse is our Darth Vader, but our voice, of course, is James Earl Jones. And Peter Mayhew as Chewie. Is the pr- title princess, is that also like an elected title, like Queen of Naboo? Because, well, in royalty, there's no elections. You just are that by birth. Co- yeah, Queen Amidala was voted queen. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking make-believe Star Wars. I know. I so know. is Princess Leia's princess title? Because she's not a daughter of a king. What is Bail Organa? Fucking senator from... I don't know. From, you know, Antilles. Or, You'll have to or, Google, I mean, how did Leia become a princess? Not now. Oh, though. God, I don't want to. That That's a whole, going to be a whole other thing. Because you'll have, like, pre-canon and post-canon. <laughs> hey, I've never looked at that. I've never... I've never thought about I've it. I've wondered it after the whole uh, Queen Amidala thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I never really revisited it. Yeah, because when she's Princess Leia, like she doesn't know that Queen Amidala was her mom. You know what I mean? Like if it went no, because her mom it, was Bale's wife. Yeah, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying it's oh, not oh, because oh, oh, her oh, mom yeah. was a queen. She no, has no, no. no idea no. who that person is. <sighs> I'm gonna Google that shit right now. No, then you'll have to press pause. Why is Princess Leia? Shut up. <laughs> So this movie starts three years after the destruction of the Death Star and um, the Imperial fleet led by Darth Vader is on the lookout for Luke. He he releases probes across the galaxy to to look for Princess Leia's rebel alliance because he knows he's part of that, right? Yeah, in that opening scroll. Yeah, which I read out loud, much to your chagrin. Does it say why he's looking for Luke? He's obsessed with finding him. It's just a thing. It says obsessed because with we finding Luke Because we wouldn't know Skywalk. why, yeah. We no. also don't know why either. He blew up a Death Star. Yeah, I was going to say, is it just because of... Yeah. We th- we would be Who's led to believe... Who's this fucking kid who blew up my uh He broke creation. my shit. Now I'm going to go find him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no idea why. Um... So one pro one of his probes locates the base um, on the ice planet Hoth. What are your opinions of Hoth? It's my always been my favorite, favorite fucking planet, second to the moon of Endor. <laughs> yes, I knew you were going to say that. Um, Princess Leia is, in fact, uh huh, royalty. Okay. Bale is Prince Consort. There you go. His wife is Queen Breha Organa. Mm-hmm. So he married Bale Organa. He married into married royalty. Into royalty. Good job. So he becomes he's like he's like Prince Philip. He's Prince Consort. He sure is. So she effectively becomes the princess of Alderaan. Yep. Wow. Never knew that. Remember when they asked? No. Nope. I think it was Return of the Jedi. 
Can you remember your mother? She was very sad. You think she's talking about this person? She's right. I mean, I know at the time this was obviously pre yeah prequels, and so we didn't. So I mean, no, retroactively, yeah, she would have no memory of her mother dying in birth. No, because she knew saw her for five seconds, and she was also a tiny newborn. So So I always told myself, well, she's obviously talking about Mrs. Organa here. Yeah, I think we were. I think. I, At I the have time, a feeling the original concept was that... It was her and Luke's mom. Yeah. But we didn't know who that was. And also, I don't know that... I think they weren't... She wasn't supposed to die in childbirth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I have, and she died I, of a broken heart. I don't know why you're talking about this childbirth oh stuff. She literally okay, that says... Is, that is, she literally tells him, you're breaking my heart. That is singularly the worst death in all of Star Wars. I but mean. you know what? I love Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> anyway. She's just lost the will to... Oh, my God. Yeah, she just, did. Done. Padme, done. So, yeah, Hoth. Hoth is always my favorite place because I am a snowy person. And I'm Hoth, sorry. The they best... should call it Colth. <laughs> What's that from? Family Guy. Family Guy. We haven't gotten to that one. Um, and, um, The best outfits? Yes, for like, sure. Hoth, Leia best leia i'm still on the fence about buying that han solo jacket it's not crazily priced it's yeah it's his outdoor outfit. jacket with the fur yeah his indoor jacket is pretty nice too this is yeah his indoor like casual it, members only jacket is fucking, is, it a, is it a hot take to say that this is harrison ford's best looking movie this it, is it really might be yeah um this is i think han's best movie i mean it's, i think he's so great in this movie i think he's too goofy in jedi i think princess leia looks the best in this movie she's got a great look in the treehouse the ewok treehouse where her hair's all down yeah i know who you're talking about but but overall in this movie her face is thinner the hair's all in that weird tight yeah there's lots of she rocks the braid wraparound thing which is very cool she's got the white puffer jacket which i also own the white puffer coat is very cool. It's a vest. Frankie is playing with dum-dums again. Our cat discovered that she likes to play with dum-dums. Lo- um, lollipops. Lollipops, not... Not, not, not slurs. Not actual dum-dums. <laughs> Come play with that dum-dum sitting over there. Okay, so the probe finds Hoth and... Um, Luke <laughs> Luke is investigating this probe. And then a nope, wampa... He, oh, oh, yeah. He thinks it's a meteor. Yeah, he doesn't know what yeah. it is. And then a wampa comes. I, we have a big wampa pop Funko, don't we? No. No, we have a plushie. That little plushie guy. He's up there. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> Sorry. Frankie, how you doing? Um. Yeah, so he gets captured by the wampa. Were you scared of the wampa? Fuck yes, I was. Jesus Christ, that thing is terrifying. He's like the abominable snowman. But not friendly. But a lot worse. Like he hates. Are you thinking of like like Mumbles? Yeah, from Rudolph. Or Bumbles, whatever the fuck his name was. Bumble, right? Bumble. Bumbles to Mumbles took a bumble. I think it's Bumbles. Right? Bumble. I don't fucking know. Is he abominable snowman? Abominable snowman. Yep. Yeah, no, the wampa is fucking terrifying. It's the yeah, it is. It's pretty gross. That's second only to Sarlacc as far as like scary 
things. <sighs> Again, as a child in theater watching Return of the Jedi, that fucking Sarlacc. The Sarlacc is probably the most terrifying thing. The Rancor is scary, but it's not terrifying no, it's like the not, fucking Sarlacc or no. Wampa. That thing will... Like, random Wampa attack? Yeah. No. Because the Rancor, you see coming, you know something's coming. You don't know something's coming when the Wampa smacks the fucking Tauntaun upside the head and knocks him down. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of upside down, Luke. Hey, we see him hanging upside down. Frozen in Wampa spit. Yeah. Then he uses the force to get his lightsaber. Which he's not very good at. He's working on it. I know. He gets it. Be, be better. Cuts himself down, <laughs> slices the Wampa's arm off. I was talking to Jay at work. Lots of arms fall off in, in the Star Wars universe. Arms, hands, you know, I mean, it's arms, a thing. Arms are flying off all over the damn place. Doesn't pull arms out of their socket when they lose. Or whatever. Nope. Droid don't, don't pull your arms off. Wookiees tend to do that. He doesn't say Wookiees tend to do that. That line is not uttered. <laughs> what, what, what do you think the line is? Um, mm-hmm. something don't pull their arms out when Droids they lose. Don't pull their arms out when they lose, or something. He doesn't say the word Wookie. I'm pulling up that line right now. It doesn't now. matter. Sorry, I'm talking about. Um, he's about to, you know, like die. Here's the line. Okay, give it to me. Droids don't pull people's arms out their sockets when they lose. Wookies are known to do that. In your you didn't face. say tend to. You said oh. tend to. Okay, That's sure. Like, Are known to. Han Solo wouldn't say tend to. Okay. So you, you, are you questioning Han Solo's vocabulary? I am. He doesn't know what a parsec is. No, okay. George Lucas doesn't know what a parsec <laughs> is. <laughs> Um, I like the canon that Han Solo is just talking out of his ass because the look he that is. Alec Guinness gives him, and. He's like, hmm. and Han Solo is often talking out of his ass. Yeah. Anyway, so he almost dies from like hypothermia, but then um, Obi Wan force goats his way there, and he's like, "You need to go to Dagobah and train under Yoda, Jedi Master Yoda." He's like, "Bad Dagobah." I I hate the the the. What? I don't want to say the acting choices, the directing choices for Luke's character. Wow. When he's like wow. in his delirium. Okay. I mean, I that's the one that's I'm like, yeah, I, okay. I don't need I've never that thought been about done it, differently. But okay. When you meet Mark Hamill, you can say, I didn't like your uh choice. Well, I I don't know that that was his choice. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm hesitant to say acting choice. Uh, so he gets this information. Han arrives on his Tauntaun to rescue him. Tauntaun dies because it's so fucking cold out there. And so... And yet the two small humans manage to stay alive. They're fine. So Han slices open the Tauntaun. Um, and... <laughs> oh, you, did you get it? I think so. So we had to take a picture of the cat holding the dum-dum. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so cute. Okay. Okay. Everyone knows this scene. Slice open the tauntaun and... Oh, I thought they smelled bad. 
on the outside. <laughs> you got to wait at least five seconds before you finish the sentence. Stuffs him in there. Saves his life. All the intestines made of tubes. Yep. It's disgusting. So, um, Empire, they now know where the rebels are. They launch a, an attack using their AT-ATs. Do you say at at? I do. I change it up depending on my mood. I, I change it up depending on who I'm around. You're like, if I'm around snobby Star Wars nerds, then I'll say AT-AT. Because there's around, also like ATSTs. If right? I'm around lay folk, I'll just say at at. You know the at ats. The at at walkers, um, everyone knows they look like giant metal dogs or whatever. Giant robot camels. Camels. That's what I meant. Frankie, your dum dum is very loud. Yes, I know. I know she's having, yeah, I know you're having fun playing, but we're trying to be professionals here. Um, <laughs> and now she's jingling. They, so they managed to, you know, disable a couple of the adats by making them trip With and fall. With a tiny little thread of string. Yes. But the rebels evacuate. Hanalea escape with C-3PO and Chewie on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> wow. But not after we get some amazing banter between Han and Leia. Like, it's, oh. it's Han at his snarkiest. Leia at her most fed up. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, these two. Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. Like, they're so great. The chemistry is there. I mean, and the chemistry is on fire. It's on fire. You know, the whole thing, I'm a nice, I, don't, I happen to like nice men. I'm a nice man, you know, like, I mean, scoundrel. It's, it's so good. You're like, this shouldn't be this hot in a Star Wars movie. It's good. I mean, this is, it's almost, oh my God, save this for HBO. God. <laughs> like, we don't get that in the sequel trilogy. No, because no one has that. Except for, like I said, Finn and Poe, but, you know, they decide not to go that way. I mean, because no one has that. Poe has chemistry with everyone. Poe and BB-8, look at that. Poe, Poe could, they could have given that to Poe. He... What the fuck? Is... Carrie Russell's character? No. Oh. Carrie, what? Oh, you mean Zori Bliss? Yeah. No. They tried to, like, I pretend mean, they have a past. Oscar Isaac has that. He he can he can muster that charm. Yeah. Yeah. But But I mean they chose not the, to do the that. banter with Han and Leia in this specific movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's on point. Yeah, for sure. Because they're past the point of like you know, she's a stuck up princess mm-hmm. and he's a, you know, whatever. Like now there's something there. We all know there's something there. They know there's something there. They know. Hint, 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 hint. He knows. I mean, if <laughs> if the Beast and Belle knew, I mean, <laughs> Han and Leia know. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so um, they're on the Millennium Falcon and the ship's hyperdrive malfunctions and then they hide in an asteroid field. And I'm... I hate this wire, by the way. <laughs> Vader summons uh, several bounty hunters to locate the Falcon, including Boba Fett. It's his first movie, right? Did we see him? Yes. Um, Did he become a fan favorite like in 1980? No, he became a fan favorite after Jedi. 
when he was given a name. Oh. We don't say his name in Empire? No. We don't. Boba Fett. The only time we hear his name is Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember, but I'm taking your word for it. If he had a toy in 1981, then we would have gotten his name. Because the first time we see him is the Christmas special. Yes. In 1978. Which is bananas. I wonder if he had a name then. He I don't know. Have, but mm, I don't know. I've seen that special once, so I don't, yeah. Uh, if it, do, 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 do. Wow. Meanwhile, so they, well, on the Falcon, lots, I mean, stuff happens. I don't think they, they go to that. They think they're sitting in a planet, but they're really in like a big giant worm. Get the Minox. That are scary. Which is weird because that means that there's little flying bat creatures inside of this worm. Yeah, that's gross. Belly. Yeah. Yeah. Binox. <laughs> they make a scream. <laughs> kind of like that. And they I decide, mean, we need it, to, we're going to go to, uh, I know where we can get help. We're going to go to Cloud City on the planet Bespin. I got a friend there, an old friend. Is Cloud City, is Bespin... Now, is Bespin the name of the city? It says planet. Or the the name of the planet. It's the planet. So it's Cloud City on Bespin. Yes. Is Bespin all clouds? Well, you know they're planets. Is there a ground? Because Cloud City is floating. It's a floating city. Yes. To be a planet. All of it is hovering. Does the planet look like a giant cloud? Like, is it a, is it a. Like is it like a like a like a gas giant type planet? Could where be. It's like a very small like. But what are the the buildings? Are they just floating? Yeah, because we see. Remember when? Yeah, if Luke, Luke is hanging to, like a yeah, booger, if he were to fall, would he fall through the planet <laughs> to the know. other side of another floating city? I don't know. Or would he hit like a tiny core? Or is it all just gas? After we're done, you can Google. You know, there's probably a Wikipedia page all about Bespin. As I am on. Wikipedia right now. Um, yeah, they're gonna see an old friend of Hans, Lando Calrissian, the only Armenian in Star Wars. Yes, played by um, Billy D. Williams, the, the most charming motherfucker in all of Star mayor Wars. Mayor of Gotham City. God, the best mayor. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, he was dude. a good mayor. Um, how do you feel about Lando? I love. Can you trust Lando? Lando? Fuck no, but I. You love cannot him. trust Lando. Don't but trust him, but I love him. That's kind of how Han feels too. Yeah, but he right now he thinks I think he can help us. Mm. Um. Meanwhile. Luke, you know, he's got to go to Dagobah. So he and R2 take their X-Wing. They go to Dagobah, crash lands on this, like, swamp planet. Yeah, Dagobah's poop planet. It's all swamp. There he meets, well, he's looking for Yoda. In the meantime... He's he's, looking for a great Jedi master. Yeah, but he finds this little green... Fucking goblin. (laughs) He's a goblin. Goblin. (laughs) 
A Yoda diminu- is a goddamn goblin. Diminutive creature <laughs> who, uh, you know, he fucks with them at first. He's like, oh, you see Yoda. They make him really ridiculous when we first He's meet him. He's pretty ridiculous. But you know what? I got to admire his, his, uh, his humor. You know? I'm like, you know, you do what you do, Yoda. Just fuck with him for a little bit. But of course, Luke realizes, wait, you're Yoda. And Yoda's like, yes, Yoda, I am. He doesn't say that, but you no. know. No, we only learned it because he's talking to the Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's ghost. Yeah. So Yoda's like, okay, fine, I'll train you. Train you to master the light side of the forest, resist the negative emotions that could seduce him to the dark side like it did to uh, with Vader. But uh, Luke struggles a bit. Struggles to control his anger, his impulsiveness. Um, he doesn't really understand the nature and power of the Force until he sees Yoda fucking lift up his X-Wing from the swamp. He's like, holy shitballs. By the way, it. my favorite Luke. Best bit in, oh, not best bit in Luke. Diggable Luke. Training. Dirty, dirty Diggable Luke. Training Luke. Man, I had such a crush on him when I was younger. I was like, look at this guy in his tank top. In his grungy tank top. Mm-hmm. It's just one giant pit stain. He looks so much like Sebastian Stan in this, in Dagobah. Or it's does so Sebastian creepy. Stan look yes. like Luke? But this is where it's most <laughs> like, same, same. <laughs> same, same. So the he So Yoda lifts the X-Wing... Using the force with just his little three finger prongs from the swamp. And then, um, you know, Luke has this like premonition. Uh, what is this when he goes into the forest or whatever and he sees the, that weird. When he sees Vader? Vader. Yeah. He has a premonition of Han and Leia in pain. No, he's upside. He's doing his handstand. Oh. I'm just reading this. He's facing his fear, which is... Oh, this doesn't even talk about him seeing Vader. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes into... He's like, should I go into... It's like a test almost, right? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. yes, you are ready to go in there. Go oh. into this weird... Kind of reminds me of like Ray going into the, the Hall of Mirrors. <laughs> kind of reminds me of... Uh, Return of the King? When they go down oh. that weird, creepy... Oh. Little valley. With all the skulls. And then enter that little creepy cave. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Luke, he, all of a sudden, Vader appears. And he, they both, you know, unleash their lightsabers. Luke slices off Vader's head. His head falls to the ground. And the mask. What do you want to, what words can I use? That well, the the helmet falls on the ground, yeah. and the faceplate, whatever, uh-huh. yeah, pops off. Pops off. I didn't know what word to oh. use. It like melts, <laughs> explodes. It blows off. It like blows it's... off. And <laughs> God, what face do we see? A a very creepy, like wax face of Mark Hamill. Yeah, Luke sees his own. Luke face. is like, hey, that's Mark Hamill's face. So foreshadowing, obviously. Is that, it obvious? Uh, but at the time, I wonder what people thought. No, like, it's just him face is his greatest fear. 
I always thought it was like a foreshadowing thing. Because like, you knew the... Yeah, probably. But I mean, it was... I mean, obviously, I don't remember the first time I saw this. But watching it throughout the years, whenever I see this scene, I'm always like, oh, because his dad... Uh-uh. Well, I'm going to keep on keeping on. Because <laughs> I, can, I can believe whatever fucking canon I want to believe. He sees himself because he's related to his dad. <laughs> ah, but then he um, he has this premonition of Han and Leia in pain. He's like, I got to go. I got to... I got to rescue them and Obi-Wan, ghost Obi-Wan and Yoda are like, mm, I wouldn't do this. I'd keep training. He's like, nope, got to get him. Very uh, Harry Potter in that way. I got to yes. save Sirius. He's not, he's fine. No, I got to save Sirius. You're going to end up killing everyone, you dumb nut. Um, and Obi-Wan's like, well, you know, talking to Yoda after, he's like, well, you know, he is our only hope. And we get that wonderful shot of Yoda. The red light passing over. No, that's, there is that's another. After we, after we get we get that shot. After we get a very bad like stage shot of like a white spotlight on his face, and okay. then it gets to the nice red. Yeah, he says there backlighting. Is, he says, "Can I say it without you sure. interrupting me?" I was waiting for you to say it. There is another. That's how you're going to deliver that line. There is another. Well, I tried, and you were talking, so no one heard me. My audience didn't hear me. Tried to do a Yoda impression. Hey, Frankie, you want to come back? There is another. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Or you can be a witch from the (laughs) bath. Oh, did you see her? I did. She's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, cat. Okay. So I wonder what audiences thought when Yoda said there is another. I is there any reason to have to suspect that Leia is involved in that? I don't know. I can't retcon those thoughts. But I mean, looking at it, like because she fucking kisses him. Gross. Yeah. yeah after uh, Luke gets his face healed after the Wampa attack. The three of them are having their crazy, you know. It's a pissing contest. Yes, and then Leia decides to kiss Luke, and you know, now that you know, we all know, so we're all like, "Ooh!" And then R two knows, but he doesn't do anything. He just goes, "Oh, gross!" And at the you know last night, I was like, "Doesn't C three PO know?" But then you said that he got his memory wiped. When did he get his memory wiped? When Bale takes the droids, say like, have this one's memories. Yes, must be because he's not yeah. in. Why would it be? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like have this one's memories memory wiped. Okay, but not R two. So R two is the only one who remains intact throughout all nine nine movies. Because th- three Bale gets his memory wiped again, huh? In nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, looking at my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine, three PO. You'll be fine. Babu Frick knows what. <laughs> Sorry. Babu Frick knows what Babu Frick is doing. I don't know if Babu Frick is male or female. Doesn't matter. Babu Frick is Babu Frick. Sure is. So, um. Now I gotta find out if Babu Frick is male or female. Meanwhile, back on Bespin, some shits going. Some shits going on, going down. Lando, kind of, um. 
what's the word? Traitorizes. <laughs> I can't think of the word. Betrays. Betrays. Traitorizes. You went from. Oh, I thought of a traitor, and then I'm like traitor. I was on the right path. Okay. Betrayer. Betrayer. You. Baba, be- Baba Freck is male. Okay, good to know. Um. Yeah, Lando's like. I had no other choice. They came here before you. We gave away the fact that you're here, and now you're screwed. Vader's there. The re- the uh, you know Empire people are there. Stormtroopers. Storm yep. The Empire people. The Empire people and Vader. Um. Now, are they there because well, Boba Fett, Boba Fett had followed. He, tra- he tracked them yeah. there. Um. So we can assume that... Vader forces Lando to surrender the group to the Empire, knowing that Luke will come to their aid. It's, you know, their bait. But, okay, my thing is, so the Empire... Vader and his guys got mm-hmm. to best... got to Cloud City before Han Solo did, right? Because uh-huh. Lando says they got here right before you did. Yeah. Does that mean Boba... He knew where they were knew going. Knew where Han was going? Yes. How? Because he's Boba Fett and he's a good tracker. That's true. He so, knew. So they're he heading knows. towards Bespin. I bet you he has. A, that's probably, it's probably the only system that they're heading heading towards. Yeah. By like. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe like Vader and the Empire, you know, did some sort of like. Background checking on Han Solo and who his affiliates are. Oh, Lando was a buddy of his. Yeah, they did their research. They knew. He's going to Cloud City. Okay. Beach you you there. Kind of like in Serenity when uh, Chiwetel kind of knows all of Malcolm Reynolds' associates. Mm. He has them all killed, basically. Mm -hmm. Or when they're trying to to let all their buddies know, but it's already kind of too late. Mm. Mm. Okay. Deep cut. Deep cut. Um, yeah, so Lando's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, and they're like, oh, by the way, Han, we're going to freeze you in carbonite. Was carbonite a real substance or is that made up? I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, carbonite is not a thing. Right? It's like a Star Wars word, yeah, it's right? Wars word. It's not. Not like. What are you? This is very satisfying. What are you trying to? What what word are you trying to conjure? Um. Like carbonite itself is not a thing. No. It sounds like it is though, because you know carbon. You know like other things that end in ite. Yeah. Like meteorite. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's like a substance. Ite, I think, is like the suffix ite is like I think it refers to like rock mineral. Uh huh. Yeah. You know. So So it just means carbon rock. Basically, it all it means is coal. But you could use this word, and people would think it's a real like. Oh yeah, oh I know what carbonite is. Yeah, it's that stuff that Han was in. They're gonna freeze him in carbonite. But before that happens, Leia, she confesses. Well, and the her. only reason they freeze Han in carbonite is because they want to test it. Because they're going to freeze, their goal is to freeze Luke in carbonite. Oh. But they want to make sure it's going to not kill him. Kill so them, they yeah. Because throw, you know, Han in there. He's not good to be dead. Yeah, hey, that's not good, huh? Mm. That's not good. He's no good to me dead. That sounds worse. He's no good to me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm 
Okay, it is getting worse. So yeah, they're gonna. Oh, you know what? Carbonite is an actual thing. You know what? I knew it. But I mean, it doesn't mean that kind of. It's yeah. Anyways, it just sounds too real to not be real. It's a. It's yeah. It's yeah. Sure. You know, it's not real. Hmm. The Trojan horse. (laughs) So Leia confesses. Both both of those are real words, though. Mm -hmm, Sure. Leia confesses her love for Han. Right before. It's a very, uh, what do you, what do you think of this scene? This is like up there in people's like favorite Star Wars scenes. I mean, it's definitely. It's up there. This is like a people's top like two. It's definitely a, a, a clip heavy scene. Yeah. It's Ooh. probably one of the most clippable scenes. It's, it's, it's a very iconic representation of Empire. I love you. I know. Uh-huh. When you. Uh-huh. Show or discuss Empire, you show this that one little two second clip that ad libbed, yeah, Han uh, Harrison Ford on like the fourth take or something. And apparently, he has a history of just doing the simplest thing. Guess what? It fucking Indiana works. Jones. Yeah, I'm gonna go shit my pants. I'm gonna shoot this Thank guy. God for Montezuma's revenge or whatever he had. <laughs> I've got dysentery. <laughs> yes, I love you. I know. I he says go. I know. Because I'm shitting my pants. It's it's very romantic. Girls swoon. Guys swoon. Mm-hmm. It's very swoony. Um, it's great. This part uh was a scary scene though when I was younger, freezing mm-hmm. in carbonite because I think that's everyone's number one fear right in this world. What if My I get frozen? My number one fear is falling to a Sarlacc pit. Okay, number two, what if I get frozen in carbonite, right? But at least I know I'll be alive. <sighs> and in perfect hibernation. Um, yeah, so he's frozen in carbonite, and it's a, you know, you everyone knows what that looks like. He's hands up, whatever. Um, he's he's alive. He's in perfect hibernation. I, I don't like the, the frozen scream he's in, and like what looks like a trickle of spit that's been frozen. Oh, could be. Kind of like, um, uh, who's the, the fawn that we talked about? Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. When he gets Jeez. frozen in ice carbonite. His, his rictus scream, yeah. Yeah. No one likes um, that. So they give Han to, to Boba. He's going to bring Han to Jabba, collect his bounty. We don't know Jabba yet, though. Um. Well, do we see Jabba in New Hope in special the, in edition? The Lucas right? edition. So we yeah. kind of do know who Jabba is, but we don't care. We we I mean, aside from th- that version, we know of Jabba. Yeah. Because in New Hope, he's trying to get back to Jabba. He's got gotta, money. He owes yeah, money. Yeah. Um, Lando, like at last minute, tells Louie and Chewie. Louie and Chewie. <laughs> Louis, Chewie, and Dewey. You know, um, Scrooge's nephews. You know, you guys go, you're free, but they're too late to stop Boba. He escapes with Han and his ship, which is now called... Do we know? I know that I saw an article where they... It's no longer called the Slave One, Mm -hmm. because that's insensitive. Uh, Shmi. I'm just thinking of Shmi. (laughs) And young Annie! Um, the, the group, they, 
Eventually make it back to the Falcon after lots of uh, shooting things. <laughs> they flee the city. Luke arrives because he was always meant to arrive. And we get like a kind of an epic lightsaber duel. Huh. Between Luke and uh, it's, I mean, Vader. It is one of the... It's pretty good. <laughs> she fucking attacked my toe and then tried to run away. She's like, I thought I had God it in my it, mouth. Hurt. I mean, the, the Empire Luke and Vader lightsaber duel is... Well, it's it's obviously iconic for a major reason. That's the big one. This is the big fight. I mean... That's the one you always see stills of. The red and the blue. Yeah. Because they're silhouettes because they had to, you know, yeah. couldn't have lighting. <laughs> they didn't have any money. <gasps> Frankie, don't stop so, moving your toes. I'm trying not to, but I'm a I'm a living person. Frankie, she doesn't care because my toe is hidden under a leg, so it looks like a thing <laughs> trying to hide. It's just a toe. Leave it alone. Um. So yeah, they're like fighting above the the city's central air shaft, mm-hmm. and like it's a long way down if you were to fall. And Vader, you know, after, you know, he, they're fighting, Vader cuts off Luke's right hand. Which, ah! I think to see it for the first time would be fucking horrifying. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would be shocking. Yeah. No, it's it, still it was... kind of shocking. Yeah. By the way, yeah. the slave one is now called the fire spray. Fire spray? That's the type of ship it was, and they've just used that as its name now. All righty. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Cuts off his right hand. Lightsaber goes flying, and we don't see it again until somehow Maz Kanata, whatever her name is. Hey, I mean. Right? That's the last time we see that particular lightsaber until Maz, Maz, Maz Yeah, we don't see it again until. Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. 30, and everyone was 30 like, years later. last time we saw that, it was falling down a air shaft. It fell down somewhere in Cloud City. Did it hit a tiny cord to go right through the planet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the mysteries of Luke's uh, blue lightsaber. What would have been kind of cool is if there are also hand bones in that box with the lightsaber. We found the lightsaber and the hand. And the hand that was still holding on to it. <laughs> if you want it. I mean, it's yours. And I know we've talked about his green lightsaber and how it was made. Are we just meant to believe that he found kyber crystals and put it together? But kyber crystals, that phrase was not said until... Force Awakens, probably. Clone Wars, either Clone Wars or Rebels. Hmm. Probably Clone Wars, because that was... Again, I don't doubt it, because... Um, And it was a weird... Because it was like a trivia question on... (laughs) The Four Center podcast, they're like, who was the first person to utter the phrase kyber crystals? And it's some random character on Clone Wars. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't doubt it, so yeah. Um, And Vader's like, you know, talking to Luke, who lost his hand. He's hanging, just hanging onto the edge of this whatever. And he's like, you know, Obi-Wan never told you. He didn't tell you shit. He didn't tell you who your... Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your to, father. Yeah, what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me everything. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. He told me you killed him. No. 
I am your father. Sorry. Yes, everyone knows the line. Some people get the line wrong. He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. And Luke screams, no, no, just like that. Can you? She's going to Sean's playing with a cat and I'm talking by myself. She's getting mad. Yeah, so am I. Huh? This is an important part of the movie. I, again, have have you seen, like, audience reaction videos to this? I don't think so. Do they exist? I don't know. I, I think we need to pause and play with the cat. I don't know. She's having fun right now. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen... I don't know if that... if I I have seen some weird video footage from, like, early something of Star Wars... I, yeah, yeah. There, I just wonder if like something like it that might exists. exist. I do think it does exist. Because I would just love to be a fly on the wall and w- see what people's reactions were. It's just something that doesn't happen anymore. You know, like really not knowing something. Except, of course, you know, Luke Skywalker showing up in the season finale of Mandalorian season two. I mean... <sighs> Um, but to be completely thrown off guard and not know anything, and then suddenly, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Vader is Luke's father. Spoilers for anyone who doesn't know that 40 years later. Um, but Luke, Luke's like, well, fuck this shit. He's like, I'm done. Let's go. And he falls down. The air shaft is ejected beneath the floating city. Beneath it. Oh, yeah. He lands on an antenna. Looks like it hurts. That, I mean, just the noise of it. The doing. I know. It looks like he really fell on like an antenna. Then he uses the force to contact, you know, Leia. And I love this shot of Carrie Fisher. It pans over and she's like staring straight ahead. Like, she's in it. She's in the forced mm-hmm. thoughts. She's like, Luke. Something is penetrating her mind. Yeah. I love that shot of Carrie Fisher. It's so great. Got her hair loopies. <laughs> um, and she's like, we have to go back and rescue him. We got to find Luke. And, of course, Lando's like, oh, there he is. <laughs> it sees him. sees him right away, hanging on an antenna. They pick him up. TIE fighters come at them. Um, almost captured by Vader's Star Destroyer till uh, R2 reactivates the Falcon's hyperdrive. They're able to escape. Light speed. Tricked them. So I guess there is a a video of the I Am Your Father mm. audience reaction, which there was one that was circulating around and it's a fake video. I See, that's why I don't trust them. There is a real one, supposedly. I think it's an audio recording, though. Well, a lot, I, yeah, I think I've heard an audio of, um, Halloween. Really? When Michael Myers sits back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was audio only. Fuck, that seems, you just hearing that would be terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. And that was, you know, 78, so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there is a a real audio recording of. Okay, well. The reveal, but yeah. The video of the. 
Russia's fake. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, because why would there be cameras in, in, a, in, a, in a theater? theater pointed at the audience? Yeah, no one had cameras back then. Trust me. Video cameras? We, were, we weren't doing reaction videos were like back then. like $5,000 for a video camera. <laughs> um, and then um, aboard the Rebel fleet, uh, um, Luke gets his hand replaced by a helpful robot droid. Gets a new hand. Again. Think, think, think. Beautifully rendered fake hand. With a cool. Feels pain. With a cool little robot, little pistons and stuff in it. Mm. Why would they give him pain receptors? Yeah, well, it's as real as. Give him touch receptors, fine. You can stop at pain. <laughs> and then the movie ends. You know, they're on the Falcon. They're going to go find Han. And that's how it ends. It ends on a kind of a dark note it ends on a it ends on a on a very somber note for 1980 that really wasn't a thing that was happening yeah because i mean here's the guy who barely made it out alive and now you know it's their their friend is missing in carbonite and like they've lost their their buddy they're saying goodbye to their other buddies and they're just gonna like stay on the ship and recoup a little bit lick they're licking their wounds and movie ends. Yeah. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk some tidbits about this movie. Tim Horton's tidbits? Mm. Tim Timbits. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. You know, Frankie, Frankie's going to come storming in here. Frankie. So do you want to know all the shit that went wrong when they were filming? Not really, but I am curious. Okay. Mm, like, I want to think that this production went perfectly smoothly. Mm. Perfectly smoothly? Perfectly smooth? Or smoothly perfect? So Carrie Fisher suffered from influenza and bronchitis. Her weight dropped 85 pounds. Jesus. 12-hour days, and she collapsed on set from an allergic reaction uh, to either steam or spray paint. She was also allergic to most makeup. I don't know that she'd be allergic to steam. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who knows? Her overuse of hallucinogens and painkillers and anxiety while performing her speech to the rebels worsened her situation. Um, stress and personal traumas led to Hamill, Fisher, and Ford arguing frequently. Ford and Hamill fell ill or were injured at different times. Hamill was depressed by his isolation from human cast members, mostly um, acting mostly against puppets, robots, and actors whose voices would be dubbed over or added to the scenes later. Um, he used an earpiece to hear uh, Frank Eyes, Frank Eyes, Frank <laughs> Oz's dialogue, but for various reasons, this did not work, and he struggled to form a relationship with the character. Um, the Dagobah set was liberally sprayed with mineral oil, which caused him physical di- discomfort over long periods. Mineral uh, oil, a.k.a. baby oil. I know. It sounds gross. It just sounds very slippery. <laughs> so the scene where Vader confesses he's <clears throat> Luke fa- Luke's father. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, no one knew. no one knew about this. Um, the only people who knew was were um, Irving Kirshner, the producers, and Mark Hamill. 
Um, David Prowls was given the line, Obi-Wan Kenobi is your father. That, that old man? Um, they told they they gave him the, that line because apparently David Prowls was known for repeatedly leaking information. So they're like, fuck it. So then James Earl Jones, you know, obviously mm-hmm. dubbed in and said the real line. <laughs> Can you imagine David Prowls like, oh, I know something you don't. Obi-Wan's your father. <laughs> and Mark Hamill's like, oh, okay. So the whole thing with um, George Lucas and like the DGA and all that mm-hmm. BS, you know it, right? Did we talk about this last time? Yeah, he doesn't have opening credits, so yes. the DGA is like, well, okay. then blah blah blah. Yeah. So as with Star Wars, like he did with that, he wants he wanted to place all the crew credits at the end of the movie mm-hmm. to avoid interfering with the opening. This, of course, is common practice now. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in you know seventy seven eighty, this. The opening credits were always there. Names, always there. Um, but obviously, you have an opening scroll. You don't want to have. You know, you won't, you don't have more to read. All of a sudden. no, and it would so throw it off. The yeah. the WGA and the DGA um, allowed this for the first film because Lucas directed it, and it opened with the logo for his uh, namesake Lucasfilm. But for Empire, they refused to allow Kirshner. Or the first and second unit directors to be credited only at the end. They fined Lucas $250,000 when he ignored them and tried to have the film removed from theaters. The WGA and the DGA. So stupid. Because Lucas followed the laws relevant to the United Kingdom where this was produced, the DGA was unable to sanction him and instead fined Kirshner $25,000. So dumb. I know. It really, looking back, you're like, really? That, anyway. Lucas paid his fine. He paid Kirshner's fine. But was so frustrated that he left the WGA. I can't say those words. He left the WGA, DGA, and the MPA, Motion Picture Association, which restricted his ability to write and direct future films. So was Phantom Menace like an independent film? Like, how did he... Did they say, oh, okay, never mind, you can direct Phantom Menace again? I don't, I, I don't know. I, he, I don't know. They're like, oh, no, you got to wait 20 years. Because, I mean, you can, I mean, obviously you can make a movie and not be in the guild. Happens yeah. all the time. Sure. Um, it could be the whole, like, owner-operator thing where it's his company, it's his production, so he can do it. I mean, you know. Because. It, it literally would be, yeah, a giant independent movie mm-hmm. but it's still 20th century that, Fox. that a studio then buys uh, you know. okay interesting i don't know i don't know how that works yeah this just sounds messy at the 1981 academy awards the empire strikes back won the award for best sound and special achievement academy award for best visual effects which was still pretty uh pretty new back mm-hmm. then it received further Two nominations, Best Art Direction and Best Original Score, which, of course, John Williams. Can you guess what won that year for Best Original Score? You'll never guess. I don't even know what came out in 1980. No. Fame. Oh, okay. I've seen that. <laughs> I'm sure in retrospect, people are like, Ooh, we should have really given it to John Williams for Empire because it Who? has. Who? Who won? 
Michael Goge or something. And I forget. Oh. Yeah. It's someone that no one knows. I mean, people know him. I'm but... sure Michael Goge's friends and family know him. <laughs> but we're still talking about John Williams. We're still talking about Empire Strikes Back music. We're not talking about fame. The fame score. Maybe the fame song. And and the subsequent TV series that came. <laughs> um. uh, doesn't fame, don't they dance in a fountain at some point? Well, they dance in the streets. Or is that, yeah. Okay. I want to live forever. Yeah. I want to learn how to fly. Okay. okay, 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 got it. Not as good as the Emperor's. I almost said Emperor's New Groove. Not as sing-alongable as, as fame. No. The Imperial March is not as sing-alongable. <laughs> but people still, people recognize it but, more than they recognize. But there are definitely more ringtones of... Of the Imperial March. Of the Imperial March than there is of... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a few. To the people out there who have fame as a ringtone... <laughs> please. You're go awesome. Fuck, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was going in a different direction. Um, so we said the budget was thirty million, which was twenty-two million over budget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you guess how much it made? And this is including the re-releases. Thirty-one million. Um, this is including all the re-releases up through up through the mega marathon. At least, well, at least ninety-seven. There might have been something in two thousand four. I don't know. I'm sure there was like. But I'm sure there was a few. Let's just like, say all the re-releases. Just kind of yeah. use your imagination. How much you think this is made? Just this movie. Just this movie. Mm. $500 million. Yeah. Oh. It says between 538 and 549, which are very specific. That's numbers. a very small gap. I mean, a small yeah. range. So let's say $550 million. <laughs> they made it made a half a billion. Yeah. Okay. Adjusted for inflation, this is the 13th highest grossing film in the United States and Canada of all time. So North America. Well. Well, North America, not, say, not including Mexico. It didn't include Mexico. I mean, they they get to watch movies too, so whatever. Maybe other movies have been higher grossing. I don't know. It says United States and Canada. So Northern Me- America. <laughs> Northern. I almost said Northern Mexico. Northern <laughs> America. Thirteenth <coughs> highest grossing in the U.S., which is pretty good. Sure. Also weird. Inflation. Not top ten. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, hey. 13th, pretty good. Um, I did find an article, I don't know, somewhere. 10 things you probably didn't know about The Empire Strikes Back. And I only, I didn't do all 10. But mm-hmm. some I thought these were kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yoda um, was originally named Buffy. Mm-hmm. And, um, named by George Lucas. In Lucas's earliest outlines, Luke meets a supernatural entity named Buffy. How do you spell it? How do you think? Oh, God. In later drafts, he thought of Yoda as a kind of small frog. Sure. Okay. Okay. Getting there. Getting there, yeah. And Yoda had a full name. Minch Yoda. Okay. His name was Minch. No, 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 no. Um, I'm like, is he? No, Don't, don't go there. In the earliest and at, script, at least it's Minch and not Mensch. I, I, yeah, I know, but you see that, and you're <laughs> but, like, but st- and then you're thinking spaceballs. Well, yeah, are they going to give him a little curly cue? May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> so are they going to no. give him a little okay Hasidic? Okay, 
In the earliest script draft, Minch has the no. immortal line, Skywalker, Skywalker. And why do you come to walk my sky with the sword of a Jedi Knight? I remember another Skywalker, which I love. Oh, my God. I got it. I love oh, that line. That one actually got I me in the, in the chest. I read that. I was like, oh, shit. Why isn't that a lie now? Minch. Okay. Coming well, out no, hot. We can, we can <laughs> drop the minch part. But uh, <laughs> isn't that good? I okay, that line. <laughs> right? Okay. And it ties back George to the Lucas, prequels. You have so much that I hate and so much that I love all in one breath. Like that goes back to the prequels. Because he remembers another Skywalker. I mean. Why do you come to walk my sky with the sword of a Jedi Knight? I mean, what the fuck, Minch? That's. <sighs> that's. I mean, that's close to like. That's. Well, A, that's poetry. B, yes. that's close to, like, Shakespeare-level poetry. Right? Anyway, I ha- I was like, dang. That would be an amazing, like, deep-cut tattoo. Ooh. Just words? Yeah, and, and please don't do dash. Minch. Minch Yoda. Minch 1978. <sighs> okay. So Lucas considered having a scene where Luke's face gets injured, like more so than like the wampa like, like, attack. Like gets fuck like like yeah. the girl who got her face eaten off by a dog. Okay. Um so Mark Hamill, he was, you know, injured in a car accident in nineteen seventy seven. His face had to be reconstructed. Which is fucking yeah. crazy. Uh so for a while Lucas was like, Well, let's have a scene where his face is damaged and we can and we see it getting patched up by a droid. Um this got as far as filming. There's actually a set picture with the droid with the droid bandaging mm-hmm. his face, um, but then it was cut out of the movie. We're like, this is too much like the Invisible this, Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Darth Vader um, was supposed to have a castle, which we actually well, he has a castle in see. Mustafar. Yeah. yeah, Mustafar. But in this, we would have seen his castle. Um, an evil fortress. And I bet you would have looked more like the castle gray skull. <laughs> yeah, well, surrounded by lava, Mustafar, and full of gargoyles who are his pets. George Lucas, I don't know anyone who's so hot and so cold. All but you know in what? One I want to see the Darth Vader castle gargoyles movie. Well, yeah, Fuck, I mean. Of course I do. I'd, <sighs> and you know what? Bring on the Minchiotas. Do we see? I wonder because you know neither of us have watched Clone Wars or Rebels because we're bad. I've seen Clone Wars. I've seen Rebels, not all the way through. Do we see his castle in either one of those? I don't remember. Okay. Um, Vader wasn't Luke's father at first. In Lee Brackett's first draft, um, Luke meets his real dad, who says he sent away Luke and his secret sister for their own safety. Um, Luke's sister. Had been trained. It was also training to be a Jedi Knight in secret, just like Luke. Um, Papa Skywalker administers the oath of a Jedi Knight to Luke, in which Ben, Minch, Anakin, and Luke cross lightsabers, and Luke swears to quote dedicate my life to the cause of freedom and justice. Sounds like Superman, but yeah, I mean the fact that Minch is part of this just makes it. <laughs> I think Minch is my new favorite character. No. I'm sorry. I can't no. get over it. I've been thinking about Minch for no. about three days now. No. 
Um, you know about the, uh, how Stanley Kubrick almost killed this movie? Do you know this story? I've heard his name br- Not, brought up in yeah. like in anecdotes of Star Wars, but I don't know. So Empire was uh, sharing a studio space with The Shining. Mm-hmm. It came out the same year. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a huge fire that burned down Stage Three oh, at yeah, Elstree yeah. mm-hmm. Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, destroyed The Shining sets. That meant Empire had to give up some of its own studio space. The Shining went way over schedule, of course. Um, and then uh, Kubrick, of course, used this delay as an excuse to rethink his own movie. Um, and all the crew members of Empire were like, I don't think we're going to recover any of this. But. And you know what? We're still talking about both. So. Yeah, I mean. No harm, no fall. <laughs> They're both iconic, and we're both still talking about them 40 years later, so it's all good. But we have never had a Empire Strikes Back re- reboot. <laughs> Some people say less Jedi once. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rotten Tomatoes? 81. Oh, 94. Damn. Uh, at the time... In 1980, Mm -hmm. it was very mixed. And a lot of the reviews were pretty similar to like a lot of the mixed reviews that Last Jedi got. But I bet it still would have been higher than Practical Magic. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I, you know, I tried to find uh, Ebert's review. I found Siskel's review from from 80. He liked Yoda. Um, Would have been better if his name was Minch or something, (laughs) but. And I didn't. The only Ebert one I found was from 97. Mm. Um, he said this is, you know, not the time. There was only three. He said this is the best of the three. And, you know, he gave it like a billion stars. So um, Ebert liked it again in 97. I wanted to know what I he thought about it. I would he liked it in, in 1980. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to know if like things had changed. Because it was more mixed in 80 than it was in 97. Mm. In 97, that was like when people were like, well, this is. Like this Star Wars superior. was back. I mean, it was... And this know. was the superior one, you know. Sure. This is one of the examples of sequels that are better than their predecessors. And I don't know. There, I can think of three offhand. Cisco's like, would be cool if one of their lightsabers was green or something. But Yeah, I don't know. I like Yoda. He's green. Yeah, this one falls into that category of sequels that are better... Terminator 2, Godfather 2. There's a few, you know. But for a lot of people, New Hope is their favorite because it's the first, you know. Sure, just it's the like, sentimental favorite. Like Fellowship of the Ring will always be my favorite, even though sometimes I think that Two Towers is better. Um, I mean, Fellowship but that's come is... with that's come with age, so... I think Fellowship might often be my favorite, even though I often, even though I don't ever think it's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I think, you know, same with Star Wars. A lot of people, New Hope is their favorite because that's, you know, the first thing they saw or, you know, it was the beginning and, but, you know. Like, I think Godfather might be my favorite, even though it's not the best one. We haven't done Godfather 2 yet. I know. Which is the best one, but... It's not my favorite, but 
it's the better of the three. I was thinking about the third one the other day, and I was like, you know what? I don't hate the third one. <laughs> I like it more than I think I realize. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't hate the third one. I just, it's. <sighs> Is there any. The best one is not my favorite. Any um, things about Empire we didn't talk about? There's so much well, that we could yeah, because talk about. All the versions you see now are the, the special most edition. updated ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we With watched this on Disney Plus in Timora Morrison doing Boba Fett's voice. Mm-hmm. They've removed a a scream I that I don't remember ever existing. When Luke falls down the shaft, there's a scream, and I guess they've removed it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. There's a few other things. But yeah. It's They're come all, to that point small. where I don't even remember pre-special editions. The one, so. the one change that I think is an improvement, like most of the changes I don't mind. There's a few that really bother me, but not so much for Empire. But the one that I think is the most acceptable is making the snow speeder cockpit not transparent. Like you can, originally oh. you could see through the black. Yeah. Just because they couldn't, they didn't have the, the technology. They couldn't render it properly. Yeah. And so they've since filled it in where it's opaque, which I, if that's the kind of changes you're going to make, ab- of course, all day yeah. long, every day, yeah. all day. Yeah. You want to add more X-Wings when they go to take on the Death Star? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't change Obi-Wan Kenobi's weird noise. Don't, Han does not shoot second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, McClunky. <sighs> McClunky. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm, and I'm not. I, and like, we think there were more Wampa shots in this new version. Yeah, right? I think I had read that in the original one, we don't see the full Wampa. Like, I know we see it up close when it first, like, the I first think jump him scare. eating. But yeah, I think him eating is a new thing. Yeah. Which is disgusting and yeah, terrifying. Yeah, I think maybe it was too scary. And it's just, it's horrifying. It's bloody. Well, it's not even bloody, it's, it's gross. Me- it's meaty. And it's drooly. Meaty, drooly, bloody. Yeah, yeah. and um, Ian McDermott being... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he wasn't the emperor yet. Not until Jedi. And so they went mm. back and replaced... Mm. The, he's still just a hologram, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, those are little things. I think the changes in Empire are pretty subtle. They're they're, they're just the most they're, they're like, the most acceptable in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, New Hope has some egregious ones. Has probably the most egregious ones, and then Jedi. Jedi's got a couple no. that are. Jedi's got a couple that are pretty offensive. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't get mad about it. It is what it is. I still, I only get it doesn't mad take away I from my I only get enjoyment. mad about the the New Hope ones. Mm. Okay. Obi Wan's crate dragon Arr! call, and yeah, that's fine. That's horrible. And Jabba being at the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That's no. I don't understand McClunky. That's dumb. That was a 2019 edition. And I mean, Greedo shooting first is an I know, atrocity. That's just a joke now. I mean. Yeah, and we, these movies shouldn't be jokes. No. Well, 
again, it's serious cinema. It doesn't take away from my enjoyment. No, not of, uh, of Star Wars. Uh, it gives me something to complain about, which is my favorite thing. <laughs> um. Oh, and of course, I didn't want to not mention. Hmm. Stuck up, half witted, scruffy looking. Hmm? Nerve herder. Scruffy looking. Scruffy looking. Who's scruffy looking? Who's scruffy looking? His dopey face. Han's best movie. Hands down. I mean, his best line though is, I know. I I I do. I I really do. I know. I, I do. I really do. Or whatever. He's got just. His just smarmy and fucking just because he's kind of like too goofy in in jedi he's kind of goofy like kind of dopey mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and he's kind of like in new hope he's like still kind of all for himself you know yeah. what i mean so this has like a combination kind of of, of both but because that that chemistry with you know carrie fisher mm-hmm. it's just and the will they, won't they type of thing. Yeah. I could just talk about the two of them all day. They're just so good. Save that for your other spin-off podcast, the, the Leia cast. Yeah, because I'm sure there's not one. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, Moving on. Yeah, I'm done with my facts. Are mm-hmm. we done talking about Empire Strikes Back? Yep. Watch it, guys. It's a it's a pretty good movie. It's alright. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're tired. Frankie's back. Should we? If yes. we're done talking about Star yes, Wars, should we pick good. for next week? One fifty-five. Hey Google. Pick a number from 1 to 155. Here's a random number. 14. Oof. 14. Back to the future. Oh, This movie just celebrated its 27th anniversary. Back to the future part 2. No. Back to the future part 3. So we came out January 25th. Sixth, nineteen ninety-five. We it's part of a trilogy. We have two of them. We've covered the second one. I'm shaking. And it is all dialogue. Before sunrise. Yes. I've seen this once because you made me watch it. Really? And I was bored out of my fucking mind. No, but you liked Before Sunset. I did. Which is... Because I like Julie Delpy. This is, again, Before Sunset, I think is But I hate better. Richard Linklater. I... I hate him like Robert Altman. I don't even consider him... I've only seen these movies. I've never seen any other of his movies. So I don't even care. I don't hate... He's just too... He's... Ooh, artiste. Okay, well then. I mean, you know, he's just, I I just. I consider these movies to be Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy movies. They are. They are. And I they, love Julie Delpy. I know. So I'm looking forward to seeing this now that I know that I love her. And I love Before Sunset. Maybe a little bit more than this one. 
Before Sunset was very interesting to watch. That was the first time you'd seen it? Before I'd seen any of the befores? Yeah. No. When when we wa- when I watched it with yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I why would I have why why would I have ever I watched know. that movie? I don't know cuz cuz on the surface it looks boring as fuck. I watched Before Sunrise, the one we're going to watch mm-hmm. next so many times in high school. I had never seen it until you made me watch it. I mean, this is when I saw this for the first time. You know, I was what, 16, 17 years old? Yeah. I'm like, I need to, I need to write. I need to write this. Why didn't I write this? It made me so mad that I didn't write it because it was full of, I just thought it was the best script. What I'd year ever. did this movie come out? 95. So I was 20. Yeah. I was not into this kind of fucking movie. There's I know. no way. I mean, I was an Ethan Hawke fan. And just, this was. I mean, I needed like a gunfight, a car chase. Sure. Gratuitous nudity, something. Mm. Well, none of that's in this. Space, you know, There's not something. that in here. Yeah, this seems. But they're in Vienna. Which. Sounds fascinating, I gotta admit. 46-year-old me would love to see Vienna right now. All right, so next week, Before Sunrise. How fun. Yeah, we don't have Before Midnight, the third one, because this came as a, it was like a double disc. Um, One, you know, Before mm -hmm, Sunrise. mm -hmm. And I guess these movies that come out every 20 years. Every nine years. Which I'm wondering where our fourth one is. <laughs> no. Because that was, it was 2004, 2013. 13. So one's nine years. 22. That's this year. Can you imagine they if they are, dropped it? I think they, hadn't they been working on one? I don't know. I thought they were. Can you imagine if suddenly, oh, now it like drops on HMX before dawn? No, now it just sounds like Twilight movies. <laughs> Breaking Dawn, Eclipse, New Moon. Okay. Before Sunrise. That's what we're watching next week. Um, until then, you can follow us on Instagram at Why Do We Own This DVD and on Twitter at Why Do We Own This One. I hope you're keeping that updated. I think I did. I don't remember. Thanks, as always, to Brushy One String for our theme song. You can find Brushy at BrushyOneString.com. Thanks to Marlene LePage for our artwork. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The end. All right, guys. Thanks for supporting us. We will. (laughs) Thanks for supporting us with your ears. Yes, the, the one person that listens. Me. On Sunday. Feel free to support us with your wallets. <laughs> There's no way to do that. We are on the Forever Free Network. Don't worry. All right. Well, see you later. Bye. Are you not entertained?